On this episode of the Faded Golf Podcast, John and I discuss the 101st PGA Championship, who we think is going to be hot and win this week, um, who we also think is not going to win this week a little bit. And uh, I talk a little bit about how I like the Snell golf ball and some other options that as I grow into the season, I'm considering as my golf ball of choice. And last but not least, we get into a Hazy Jane IPA. I've got this one about two balls out to the right. I'm telling you, man, it's a speed putt. All right, hey guys, real quick, we want to just, uh, before we get into the show, wanted to thank, of course, our sponsor that powers the Fated Golf Podcast, and that is Fanatics and Fanatics.com. Fanatics, where you can get your officially licensed everything. As we've said in the past, of course, They've got the NFL, they've got the MLB, they got the NBA, all those great professional, obviously, leagues that you can go and get. I know. Uh, Are you a fanatic? Am I a fanatic? Of, I'm a fanatic of multiple teams. Um, <laughs> I know I got some Cubs gear. You were working on some uh, some St. Louis Cards gear. This is the time of season, obviously, for baseball. How hot are the Cubs right now, by the way? Oh, that's got to hurt you right now. They are so hot right now. Hot early. Go get your Cubs gear on fanatics.com. But this is also, so this is PGA week. Fanatics also powers the PGA shop online. And all of the Bethpage black gear is available right now. So your warning signs, t-shirts and hats and whatever you can, what do you get? It's available on PGA.com and you can get it on the shop. And promo code John to get your 25% discount. Faded golf. Faded golf. That'll get you your discount on either fanatics.com, pga.com, uh, nfl.com, all those kind of things. Because fanatics get it, guys. powers all of it. Go get it. Thanks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 28 of the Faded Golf Podcast. I am Mark Julien. I am here, as always, with my compadre, amigo, Mr. John Falkenberg. How you doing, sir? Very good. Uh, we. I w- I'm going to first, um, let, me, let me shit on um, the guest that we thought we maybe had for tonight. And uh, Matt Pate. Shit. I mean, the excuse was pretty weak. He lives in the neighborhood now. He does live in the neighborhood now. We will get him on the pod. Um, Matt is former club champion, not current, but former club champion at uh, Chatham Hills. And field uh, was pretty weak that year. Yeah, I mean, Chad side shit the bed. So... And Chad, Chad Side, former former guest on the program, took a so, eleven on one hole. Still broke eighty that day. Chad's a fucking golfer, man. That dude. He but he overhauled his equipment this year. He's my partner on Saturday. He's a he's a head case. You have you guys have no chance on Saturday. Zero. But I <laughs> I also have a head case. I have I have well, a head case partner well, too. Say this again. So, Why do, what, okay, hold on. Let's back up. So we have a best ball event, two man. Yeah. Two man best ball event on Saturday here at the at the club. Uh, I'm actually kind of like you're I want your insight. So no chance. Zero. Why? Zero. Because uh you guys one haven't played enough golf together to actually like probably play, oh play off. Is this Matt Pate? Matt Pate is here. Play a play Mr. off. Mr. Pate, why don't you pull up and have a seat? <laughs> I don't think you guys will play off each other really well enough. And so um, my my concern is that uh, when side goes south, you won't be able to help him, and he he will definitely make a turn for the worst. Only Matt Pate can help him on that. Exactly, and so you will be no help to side. You will not be able to get him out of his own head, 
And at the same time, while I think you are playing solid golf right now, the pressure gets to you and you will fucking choke. So um, pressure gets to me. Yes. What pressure gets to me? You you are gonna choke. When have I ever? When have you ever seen me choke? Uh, you're gonna choke. It what doesn't if, matter, dude. This is it. Doesn't matter. This is my prediction. My prediction is Chad. Chad side fades on the back nine. You can't help him. Chad. And you totally choke after probably having a couple bad swings and 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 it's over. And you guys are not contenders this we're, Chad, hear it out here. We're gonna go dethrone. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh uh, hey, here's the deal. Really, it comes here's what it comes down to. Uh, we're watching the <laughs> we're watching the blues and four the, goals uh, in the, the second the sharks. And uh, the Blues just scored, by there the way, the, in the uh, let, yeah, with a minute eighteen to go in the in the four second goals. period. They've scored four goals in this period alone. So uh, John's pretty excited, being a, a St. Louis uh, guy. So anyway, um, uh, no, now tape. Hey, as I said, I don't think Johnny and I have a shot either. Why? Um, why talk like that? Um, I, it sounds like Matt Pate is on the show. No, he might as well not be here. I don't think we have a, sh- a, a shot in hell. And why? And part of our reasoning for us not having a shot has nothing to do with mine or Johnny's game. I actually think our games are very average and we'll probably shoot average games. Unlike you guys choking, we will just actually play average. But to our point that we were having off the recording, there is going to be some high handicapper motherfuckers that are going to take so much advantage of their 90% handicap strokes that there's no way. Now, that being said, apparently... And I have I, I don't I choke. didn't know that I I did no not know choking this. here. I might Pate, suck. Pate and Sexton have won this two years running. Okay. Yeah. So that means to me that a low handicapper can win this. But Sexton, when he won it two years ago, was like a twelve. Last year when he won it, he was an eight, and the guy is now a four. His strokes are out the window. There is no way they three peat. Zero chance they three peat. Oh, I I agree with that. 100%. Zero chance. So um, I think it'll be an interesting tournament on, on Saturday. And nobody really cares that listens to this podcast about that tournament. So we've rambled on already four minutes too long about that. So um, we will move on to the news. And the news is that it's PGA week. So that's pretty um, – apparently – ty- You reminded me when you, if people could see like a camera zooming in. and You just reminded me of Stuart Smiley. <laughs> It's PG. It's PGA it's, week. It's PGA week. Gosh uh, darn. We got so I'm, I'm good enough. I'm, I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate enough to have the Blues game on on one TV at one end of my basement, and I have the golf channel on on the other end. He's wearing a uh, sock cap. One one reason I was a little disappointed that Pate couldn't uh, join us is that he has played Beth Page Black, which you and I have not, and that would have been some interesting insight potentially. But guess what? He's not fucking here. He so, said he played it actually pretty well. Um, I so from what I mean, from what I've gathered. That sign that we've seen, I don't know if for anybody that's on social media. Is it, it's not real, is it? No, it exists. But I've also heard that like it's, you could put that sign on like a ton of different golf courses. It's not like that, that it's so unique that it's that challenging um, that it deserves the warning sign. There's plenty of golf courses that could get the warning sign. I think it is a little bit overdone. At the same time, I do think it's cool and unique. It's just as cool as their logo, which their logo is fantastic as well. So we're a marketing and branding guy. Well done, Beth Page Black, for marketing and branding your product probably better than any golf, public golf club. 
I mean, Tory Pines could easily put this is a diff- warning. This is a difficult golf club, and they could have a little boy freaking caddy logo. But instead, they got a goofy tree, and they don't do that. And it, it's essentially West Coast, East Coast to me. It's like it's like the same kind of concept. You got to show up early. There's no tee times. You got to anyway. Pate shot a seventy six there. Seventy six. Did he just text you? Well, yeah, I just asked him, and he texts back in literally negative two seconds. Uh, yeah, he could have been on the show. You should text him back and be like, dude, you could have been on the show if you could text me back that quick. Um, anyway, so um, I, I, it's PGA week, but I want to go backwards a little bit. and We need we, some new like headgear microphones so I can text. Headgear microphones so you can text through them? Um, the, with the, the, the pull down. Oh, the pull down. That'd yeah. be kind of cool. That way you don't have to hold and you could iron Upgrade. <laughs> I need, we need like a whole table, I think, like set up. 35th um, podcast, it'll happen. Yep, I think we're going to get there. Um, so uh, let's back up a week. And uh, we, uh, we, Tony Romo. Let's talk about Tony Romo. You know, it's, look, there's probably of the, 16 listeners of the podcast, probably eight. Like, dude, we're we are over well over 30 to okay. 40 now, <laughs> so probably 20 like Tony Romo. So, Tw- you think 20 of our listeners yes, like Tony Romo? Yes, there's a lot of lovers of Tony Romo. <sighs> so, let's be careful so we can keep these guys. <laughs> I but, no, listen, I, I know where you're going because he has no business in a golf tournament of professional stature whatsoever. At, hey, as we were talking before, no. the guy should just be in pro-ams. pro-ams. It's totally fine. Pull it, pull in whatever you need to do. Bring in, um, again, do celebrity appearances he's not, at the tournament. He's just not that good. No. The guy, he was third to last. He barely beat Smiley Kaufman. And by the way, Smiley, I he wish beat, you the... He beat Smiley. By three shots. Oh. And so, by the way, Smiley, hey, we, we, whatever's going through you right now, man, we hope you get it back But because you're, you're great for the game. You're great for natural light. But at the same time, like, got to find it. Got to find it. I hope you do. I, um, I really do, too, and, like, serious. I mean, because that's what he wants to do. Absolutely. He's a young, he's a young guy. I hope you find it. Uh, there's plenty of people that are, are scrapping to get there. Uh, we, we're... We're pulling for you. Kyle's probably got an assistant pro position available here at the club. He, uh, we, we could probably could. Yeah, Smiley, you want to move to Indiana? Um, We're kidding. We are kidding. So Sung Kang won. I thought he just he played just easy, solid golf. I saw golf. something on Instagram where he was just like taking a nap. He looked he looked like he was just easy out there. No, dude. he literally was taking a nap. It, 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 I mean, I don't know if he was, but no, no, he was in a seat taking a nap. I don't know <laughs> if it was like where it was at, like before the round or after, but he was taking a nap. He he made it look easy out there. I will say, I watched a little bit of the tournament though. That course did not look that challenging. It was wide open, huge fairways. Like rough didn't even look like it existed. There were no trees. You and I could have probably shot par out there easily and the fact that tony romo didn't is kind of sad so tony romo we think you are way overrated and you should never play in another professional event other than apparently people follow you and you bring in fans and i i, I don't get it i just don't get it well so, i mean it was this it's dallas i know so i just don't get it though 
what is there not? It's it's money. I mean, it's like he's there. People, people love Tony Romo in Dallas. Man, I do. Oh, oh, yes. And there are plenty of people that had shit they wanted that's what Tony they wanted. Romo to sign. And, and the sponsor can do whatever they want. They can give their exemption out. Yeah. And that's what they did. Yeah. So look, I mean, hey, great chip in for Eagle on day one. But let's, but but let's let's let's, you know, put it where the point is due is that he has no, uh, you know, business being in a professional golf tournament. No, not at all. Zero. But cool, he was in. I mean, so Good what? Sponsor, go whatever, do it. You're, Good for you. You won't compete. Yeah. I've just I I can't believe we talked about him this long because I have zero interest. Is he like think okay think of Michael Jordan when he was trying to make you know become oh dude, Michael he's he's much better than Michael Jordan much better golfer than Michael Jordan no no I was talking about Michael Jordan trying to make it as a baseball player remember that I think he might be a better golfer than Michael Jordan as a baseball player too Michael made a double double A um <laughs> I think Michael was selling jerseys and doing yeah yeah no. I, I, I hey Tony, there you go. I'll give you that hat tip. I think you're a better golfer than Michael Jordan was a baseball player. So, um, and there's I love I love me there's, some MJ. There's Brooks Kepka. All right, so it is. Hey, by the way, it's PGA Week. Uh, like I said, um, so this week, um, Brooks. Did I'm, you see his quote on yep, Instagram? I've got it. Hold up, I've got to say. Just read it. I am. I'm going to say. It. I've got it saved. Everybody saw it. I know, and so like, apparently this was on the No Laying Up podcast, and I, I, I haven't confirmed or denied this, but uh, I believe that's where it's from. Um, 156 in the field, so you figure at least 80 of them I'm just going to beat. You figure about half of them won't play well from there, so you're down to about 35. And then from 35, some of them, pressure is just going to get to them. So this, this is – I love the numbers game in his head. Uh, he's been uh, apparently this has been compared to Jack Nicholas, a similar kind of philosophy Jack Nicholas had back in the day is like it's not about being intimidated by the overall, you know, width or breadth, if you will, of the of the tournament as much as it. Hey, let's whittle this down to. I've got to beat like 35 guys and maybe 33 to 50 percent of those guys even are just going to choke in the moment. Shoot, I'm down to having to beat 16, 17 guys. And and half those guys are probably just hot that week, and the other seven are just good players. So he's gonna have to worry about Tiger. I so let's talk about Tiger. So um hasn't played in a tournament since the Masters. Just because he's smart. I I don't think it impact I don't think it impacts his game. At all, zero. by the way, zero. Um, what will it take this week for Tiger to win, John? What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, is it what do you mean? What it takes for so what's the lowest score? No, 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 no. So, like at the Masters, you can get away with driving the ball like shit. Okay, you need to go. Yeah, you need okay. to do the questions. I won't. I, all right, just so I have to. I have to actually pr- like. I have to prep you here. Well, here, so, here. Is like, dip, how how are they going to set up? Like, is the rough going to be long here? I've, I've I've heard that it's it's thick. Okay, that could be a problem for it's him. not shaggy U.S. Open, thick. but I've heard it's thick. <laughs> it's, it's retro muff thick. <laughs> Pelt. Um, so. So he obviously has to drive the ball and play. If he doesn't drive By the, the way, ball. it's also playing 7,500 yards. Holy shit. But it's going to warm up this weekend. Yeah. 
but it's been they've had cool and damp just like we've had here. But they're going to warm up, I think, over the weekend. They are. It is going to warm up. Conditions should improve. It should dry out. Ball should roll a little bit better. Uh, roll out a little bit better. Um, that but actually, I think that works against but him. They were saying I do too because I think he could run into other crap. But um, they were Brooks was even quoted in saying he thinks it's going to play like seventy seven hundred. So first who, two days, yeah. So to me, the advantage is the guy who is hitting his driver long and straight, and not necessarily the guy who's keeping it in play with three wood. Um, it, maybe the first couple days, especially. That is a. 7,700 yards, that's... Dude, that's long as hell. That's so long. That's, that's really long. And Brooks, when he wants... Have you seen him when he wants to kick it up a little gear? Mm. Hit the golf ball? Dude, I saw him do 225 15 times a day on Instagram. Bench press. He, there's nobody on tour that can do that. Um, nobody. I, I believe he beats DJ in that. I think, he's, I think he's also quoted in saying that... I was listening to him on the... Uh, um, the Faraday podcast, and he squats more though than DJ. Does that surprise What's you? What's he squat? Uh, he didn't say, but he just said he squats more than DJ. But he said uh, he bench presses. Or sorry, sorry, DJ squats more than him. Oh, I've, he that, benches more than DJ. Sorry, that, I've got that backwards. Yeah, he looks a little more top heavy. Mm-hmm. I look. What does it take? Yeah, if he doesn't stay in, like on the fairway, Tiger is not as long as those guys anymore. No. He's not. So I feel like if Tiger – here's my problem with Tiger this week, and I don't know if it's a problem. That might not be the best definition. But my my issue with Tiger this week is that I feel like he's going to think he has to hit the ball further than maybe he needs to. And I think he's – so he's going to end up pulling driver more often, and I think that's going to hurt him in the long run. I don't know. He kind of fixed that in the Masters, like – he used his his iron play was was the best. I mean, it's what well, we was, saw. But he didn't necessarily drive the ball great. But, he just got I it think, around. But I think he figured that out. That that is the part he is superior over everybody. His iron play. So he yeah. figured that out. It's like, look, I can't outdrive these guys anymore. Yeah. Well, I think I his what, iron play is still better. I would much rather still have better. Here's the thing. Uh, you take Brooks Kepko or Tiger Woods with a six iron in their hands, who are you going to take? Right? Uh, I'm taking Tiger all day with a six iron. God, I saw the four iron from 240 at Bell Reeve on number 16 that, that Brooks Kepka hit. I was like, I've never seen anything like that. I, never, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't remember seeing Tiger hitting a shot like that. Yeah. Do you remember that? It, it was good. Yeah. Holy shit. Like a so, little 10-yard cut, 240 he, on a par three. Plays, he, think about that. 240-yard butter cut. Like, with a four-iron. And he birdied four it. And he birdied it to beat Tiger. Dude, that dude's money. I love him. So here, so total driving leaders entering into the PGA, okay? Brendan Steele's number one. Gary Woodland, two. Bryson DeChambeau, Brendan three. Brendan Steele. Yep. Bryson, so this is, and by driving leaders, uh, this is distance and accuracy. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh, sorry, Brendan Steele's not in the field, by the way. So, sorry, Brendan. Good, good job being number one, but you're not in the field. Good job with your putter. Yep. Uh, so, so basically, you got Gary Woodland, Bryson DeChambeau, Paul Casey, Justin Harding, Oosthuizen, Rom, Answer, Abraham. Love Abraham. Good, good dude. Uh, Kepka, 
nine, uh, Berger, Grillo, Bradley, Woods, Howell the third. Tiger Woods tied 13th for total driving. That was shocking to me. That he's a, that, that he's that, that good. That, that yes, that he's that good. See, you made a comment the other day that like you, how bad like him and Phil were in driving back in the old days. Mm-hmm. I looked. I mean, they weren't that bad. They just weren't great. They're like they were ahead in the field, but they weren't like top. I think we're. I'm so used to seeing highlights better. of him hitting yeah. recovery shots and crazy bunker shots and shit that it makes it maybe seem like yeah. he's a shitty driver, but. You know, and I think in a lot of like golf tournaments that weren't majors, he didn't give a shit. Yeah, he just rip. <laughs> so I'm. I tell you what, though, looking at this list, knowing how tough, that long this course is going to be, and we get total driving. This list kind of gets me hot on like a a Woodland and a DeChambeau, like and a John Rahm, who have been playing good golf, and they're in there. And I, I, I mean, Kepka obviously is part of the, the conversation as well. If Kepka competes again for this, I'm going to be like, holy shit. Like, this guy, this dude's I'm, for real. Dude, the guy's already for real. I'm sorry. He has to be part of the conversation. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying, like, like, for real. Like, dude, he's probably the best golfer in the world to me right now. He's the best golfer. I, I think so. But I'm talking, like, for real, this dude, you know, he could be one of the top ever. Yeah. No, very good player. Just the ice in his veins, man. He's he's got it going on right now. Really reminds me of. A, he's not a great putter though. He just hits it close. He's a good putter. He's yeah. not great. He just has wedge in his hand all the time, and like he so he puts himself in position to basically get birdies on par fives and have some. On he takes advantage of short par fours. I mean, good for him. He's like it's, him and it, Jack. It, him and Jack are kind of similar. Him and Dustin Johnson are very similar in that they both just bomb it, and they both have wedges, and they aren't both great putters. But Dustin Johnson take, is the ugliest golf swing. It's weird. It's weird. It is. It looks like he dislocates his wrist and shoulder at the same time. But he fucking just crushes oh. it. Just murders the ball. I think he on so. Who I think he would be if he if you were taking a driving contest of like everybody on tour. He'd be the guy. He'd win. If he wanted to go at it, I, he'd be the guy I think could take he'd everybody. Be, yeah, I think he'd be tough. That to Jason Kokrak, though. Have you seen that dude? <laughs> he rips. Holy shit. It's like Cameron Champ, dude. He freaking rips, too. Wow. Yeah, I did. Yeah, well, forgot I forget. About him. I forgot. About, but where the hell's he been? It's missing fucking fairways, probably. Is it fairways or is it just like. I don't know, man. Is I he in the field? Uh, he should be because he won a tournament, right? He's become almost obsolete. Yeah, I, I think here's the thing with the media, and we're not the media, by the way. Um, the the media likes a story that they can talk about, especially when shit's boring. And last winter, shit was just straight up boring. And they needed a freaking story because Tiger hadn't really like, you know, he'd won the the tour championship or whatever, but then he freaking disappeared. Brooks kind of, you know, like all these top golfers didn't really play a whole lot. So they needed a story and he became their story just because he was ripping shit. So who he is playing camera champ. He's playing. I'd like to see him show. That'd be awesome if he showed up. That'd be right. Because if you have a guy like that, that's competing on Sunday, like, in, people get to watch him drive the golf ball. 
Yeah. They're going to be like, oh my God. And just what, to, you know, to add on to what you were just saying, you know, it, this, at the time, yeah, they needed the story, but he could, he could add to it, like him and Tiger Woods off the tee. Mm hmm. Him, Tiger Woods, and Brooks Kapka off the tee. I I I take. I mean, I'd go pay to see that. I think those guys just bomb it. They rip. It's great. It's fun to watch. Um, so uh, let's do, one, let's just do this real quick. Yep. So, you know, we'll talk next week. So, who will be? Who's your top five? Yep. Who's your top five for the finish? And if you get two right, actually, we'll both pick a top five. Okay. And whoever loses has to, I don't know. So it would just need, be like combined score top five, right? Yeah, you got to take two shots at like the worst fucking whiskey there is on air. Whatever. Okay, something yeah. just bad. Like we'll yeah. pick for each other. You have to one, do something One bad. shot of shitty. Something. Just gut Actually, rot. You got to take a shot of that. Um, Pepper That vodka? scotch. No, that, that, uh, that freaking okay. uh, that Game of Thrones freaking uh, uh, Johnny Walker. Right, so we get to pick a shot for each other, <laughs> like a nasty one. Okay. <laughs> Um, so who's your top five? Well, I I, I I'm definitely Kepka. I'm Kepka all the way. Um, I'm I just I don't see him not competing. Um, uh, beyond that, um, this is tough. You're kind of we should have we should quick five. No 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 preparation. This is quick off the cuff. Um, it's only a shot. I like I like definitely like Kepka. We should make um, a NASA. I like it. I like John Rahm. I like Gary Woodland. Those are those are three there. Um, I would I'll take uh, I'll take Kistner. I like Kistner, although it's really long. I like Kistner. Um, he's my he's my dark horse. I like Kistner as a dark horse. I think he's just been lingering. It's too long for him. Yeah, I think the course is going to be a little bit too long for him though. And then um, um, I'll. No, he's in his own head. I like Dustin Johnson. Okay, that's your five. So Matt McElroy, no way. But <clears throat> so my five will be Kepka, Woods, and Woods actually before Kepka. I'm picking Woods to win. Um, third, Spieth. Fourth, <laughs> <laughs> fourth, um, Ricky. Fowler is four. Okay. And my fifth. No no, no show on Sunday. Fowler. Ooh. That's dirty right there. I like that one, though. I like Fino. Jordan, you're going to come on the podcast. I'm going to get a Hey, dude, I didn't even take Bryson. And, you know, he's my boy right now. He's playing weird right now. I think his game's a little off right now. The science is is not working for him. So, Um, but... I like. I probably could say in the same breath that I said Kissner, I probably could say DeChambeau, but I'm not going to. Kissner is a horrible pick. Like it, he just he's not long enough. It's just bad. If it if it dries out, it, he's okay. The, I think the other problem, and well, I love Kissner. He's one of my favorite I, golfers. I, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I just like the way he's been playing. I think he's been playing real consistent, and I, I think it may take some consistency to get there. This ain't a hobby, boys. Yep. Yeah. But I, I mean, if you like, if you watch anything on the the golf channel, they're all about driving right now. They think driving is going to be the key. So whether it's driving accuracy or total driving, 
that is their, what they're heavy on. And so um, that's why I kind of lean on DJ and Kepka. And I probably could say Woods too, but I'm, I'm not. So let's hear about your Snells. So um, recently, the, uh, I, and hey, we really, I, the My Golf Spy guys, they do a phenomenal Love job Love of, um, I think, going a little bit above and beyond what we've seen in Golf Magazine and Golf Digest and, and really trying to like measure things. Um, golf so, Magazine, Golf Digest. They, it's advertising. Well, here's the thing, though. They've done, I thought they were like, they really set the benchmark for this in back in the day, you know, with, with the number of people that they would bring out to test the equipment, to test the balls, to test everything. Um, but I think my golf spy is taking it to another level. And they've done a really good job of whether it's using robots or using humans or whatever it is in testing equipment. And um, for golf balls, they, uh, they pushed out that they believe the Snell, um, um, what is it? The Snell Black. It's like MXB Black, I think. Um, is the is their that's their ball, man? That uh, they felt was. Um, is it black? Hold on. It's the MTB um, Black. X maybe, and I—I I mean, I was—I was very um, impressed with uh, the way that they put together their their information. I think they—they they ended up really differentiating, like why it was better than Titleist, why it was better than a lot of the other brands, and um, um, use, using robots and using a number of. Of technology, so my dad got me a uh, a dozen of the uh, of the Snells for Christmas this year, and I've been playing them this spring. And it's been hard because I've been playing in kind of cooler conditions, and so I wasn't real sure when I first started hitting these. Like, are these things going? Are they flying the same way as like the TaylorMade I've played or the Titleist I've played? And I I will have to say that. Um, I'm, uh, I've become more of a fan as it's warmed up, especially I've become more of a fan of, uh, I hit them in the, the simulator ball. quite a bit. They responded just as good as any good tour ball. I think it almost comes to like a look and just like what you like. Well, there's a feel component, there right? Is. There's a feel component. So, you know, from a, especially like when it comes to the putter, um, like the Callaway, for example, it feels weird to me. Uh, it just doesn't feel the same off of off of the putter to me, and I don't know why. Um, and I've never been able to kind of get comfortable kinda, with that. Kind of top flighty. Uh, and I don't know if it, I would go that far, but it's just been a little bit different. Um, for whatever reason, the Titleist has always felt um, good to me. Um, it, it's just it's whatever it's. It's a good golf ball. Cover is. So it's the the MTBX, I guess, is the the ball that they, um, and I have the I've been playing the MTB Let's, Black, which I they wanna, put up there as well. I want to put a survey. So you, um, I asked you a question if you think the Bridgestones that like Tiger uses or like the Titleist that probably ones that the other majority of golfers use on tour, if they're actually different balls. Like if it, somebody so. 
I don't know, Mark, if you put that on Instagram or, you know, if anybody would listen to us, text us or mm-hmm. message us. I want to know your opinion, what you guys think, because I don't think, I think they're actually just regular balls like that are come off the factory. I mean, how can they be any different? I mean, they have to be like spec, right? I, I, from, from what I've heard. But I want to hear from our people. I, no, I, I want to hear from our listeners too on what they think. But from what I have heard, it's not so much about um, whether or not it's a unique ball. Now, Tiger's obviously his own thing, right? So he probably does have a ball that is very unique to him. What they've, what they've done with a lot of these other guys is that um, they're not necessarily playing this year's ball. I'm a, see, I'm a totally okay with that. I'm okay with that 100%. They might be playing like last year's model or, or three two, years. three years ago okay. model because – they like the way it flies. They like the consistency that they get from it, whatever it is, and they don't necessarily want the newest, latest, and greatest ball. That's okay. That's fine. It, but me, you could have got a hold of those balls. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I, I just want to know that those guys are playing the same balls as us. And I also think that, uh, you know, uh, when Ricky switched to the tailor-made ball this year, by the way, I think it was total garbage that he was promoting that he gained distance by switching balls. I think that's bullshit. I think that that is marketing jargon that nobody should buy. Really? Yeah. You don't think balls gain distance, some balls? I think they do. I don't know. The only thing that I could take away from my golf spy and that their biggest recommendation was, and I actually, I I think I'm going to take this to heart this year, is they were saying, play one ball and stick with it. Because you will find a way to make sure that that ball you will you will kind of figure out a way to make that ball work for you better especially short game those kind of things when you play whatever you're given or when you play a ball that you found or whatever it's going to perform differently and their biggest recommendation was to play the same ball every time cuz you'll you go figure out how to play with the the like the bat. that's why your 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 misses aren't going to be as bad you're going to figure out how to hit certain shots a certain way i agree with that that's a good i agree good, with it too yeah. i'm on my last sleeve of snells i'm you think you're going to go with the snell well i've got you know you gave me those bridgestones and i'm going to go through that box of bridgestones and then i'm going to figure out if i go back to TaylorMade, if i go to the so my here's my top balls right now that i could consider um i love the TaylorMades. Um, I think I do the TP5X. I like which the is look the, of the TaylorMade. Which is a lower, it's the lower flight TP5X, I believe, is the lower flight ball. I do that one. Pro V1 is the lower flight Pro V. I, that would be the other ball that would be at the top, one of the top balls on my list. Um, I've got to do a little bit more homework on the Snell for this uh, MTBX versus the MTB Black or whatever the heck I've, I've been playing to see what the differences are. Um, Believe it or not, that that actually has moved into my list of potential balls, and I have liked this Bridgestone. Um, I thought I think it's been consistent. Its flight is very consistent. Good ball. The only thing that I have not been able to like really because it's been cold and we played on when I've played you it on, like putting with it. I played it on the slow greens and all this you other stuff. Like, I don't know. Yes, around the greens, I haven't played with it in our typical conditions. So it, you know what? I'll give you that because it's t- it's taken me some time. Like, yeah. A year to get a good feel with putting yep. with it. Yep. And maybe because I switch putters. I don't know. By the way, I'm putting butter, Mark, right now. But oh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's questionable. For the first part of the season, you have to like the whole part of the season. Yeah. I I, I busted out. The You're sp- driving better than me. But I you saw I busted out the spider. 
Okay, look. Last year, you'd never say I was driving better than you. No. I mean that. Uh, I mean you better, were putting better than me. No. No. No way. But uh, that you were driving better than no. me. No. It's it's it flipped. I've dude. I've lost fewer golf balls this year already than I probably did all last season. I don't know. I'm just. Like, I mean, it's, your driver. It's like, dude, it's I'm like in. I'm in play on every fucking hole. It's I amazing. Know, it's dumb. It's dumb. I like. I. I don't even screw stuff up. It's, and, and I'm hitting putts. That's dumb. Yeah, that's dumb too. <laughs> And we both went out and shot like even par today. Like that's that's I don't know what you happened. shot thirty six in the old uh, uh, the, the stable, Wednesday night the Stableford Men's Club nine holer. Yeah, I shot a seventy three in the uh, match play today. So that was yep. Had uh, three birdies, a double, and a bogey. So took advantage of the par fives from the short blue the member tees. So had three birdies and four bogeys. Stuck one to three feet on fourteen today too. That was pretty sweet. Three feet. Mm-hmm. I birdied fourteen, but I wasn't three feet. I was like fifteen feet. Wow, it's birdied hot. fifteen today. That wasn't an easy pin. It's good. Birdied fifteen today. You birdied fifteen today. Yeah, that's a. I had a putt at that one, and that I pin always love birdying that hole. I love birdying that hole too. That or eighteen. If I birdie fifteen or eighteen, I'm. I feel real good. Sixty yards in on. Well, 18. you got the blind uphill shot. It feels good. That, when you, I just, that pin's stupid though. When today it's right in the front. On oh at eighteen, I I hit my long I hit mine long on purpose and I I had a chance I had a I don't know I probably had a fifteen twenty footer for a birdie I was way I was like thirty feet so I don't know it was uh well you want to try a beer Mark we're going to we're gonna pause real quick and we're gonna grab some beers thanks for listening today Uh, go Brooks. All right, we're back with uh, our our beer of the week. By the way, I wanted to mention one other golf ball real quick. Um, I, I think the the Tylus AVX is uh, one to watch for and, and is an interesting golf ball. The ball flight um, is a little bit lower. I felt that it, it plays better in the wind. I'm a high ball player, so anyway, something for me else for me to look at. Um, so I'm a Bridgestone Taylor Made Titleist. Those are and Snell. Those are my those are my balls right now. Anyway, um, so moving on. Uh, John and I both have kegerators in our home because we are drunks. Um, and um, we we like to go down to our 21st Amendment liquor store here in uh, Carmel, Westfield area. And they always have kind of like a craft brew or something in the back. Like they just have these six barrel or quarter barrel. And pretty good selection. With a decent selection. And, Honestly, I almost like just rolling. The, they can order almost whatever we want. Like if you ordered it and you said you wanted, other than probably three Floyds, but if you wanted like a particular um, Bells or something like that, like if you wanted a Bells Two Hearted, they could totally order you the Bells Two Hearted. They, or they'll call you back too. Like I asked about, I've had, absolutely they'll call you back. I, I asked for a Dragon's Milk one time and. They can only get a keg of it, I like a, f- a half barrel. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you're like that's a, a full much. keg. When I asked them too, like, hey, can I get a Modelo or a Dos Equis? And they're like, yeah, you can get a half barrel of that. And I'm like, all right, I don't need a half barrel of. Freaking, How, what's a half barrel? Is that's that, like the full keg. That's a full keg. Like, yeah, right. So I'm like, all right, no, not happening. Um, I want the like six barrel, quarter barrel, skinny, tall. You could one. fit a keg in there, couldn't you? I can, but I got the double tapper, so I got to figure out what I do with the other connection i don't know if it works if i don't have both of them connected I, it's a whole nother thing that i just haven't it's figured a whole out. other podcast yeah i don't know anyway so 
we're degenerates that have kegerators. But what's cool is that with craft beer is what, how it's grown. Um, uh, we're able to go to this 21st Amendment, and they have like the whatever. So we have a lot of local Indiana craft brews. Like right now, I have uh, Rheingeist um, Truth, which is out of Cincinnati. It's an IPA. It's not a uh, for not. I mean, like I'm not a big IPA guy. And I, I I thought that was pretty decent. Uh, it was good. I actually I just blew it last night, so I gotta I gotta replace one of them. Um, I've got one from. It's a called Beer Brewery B I E R. Here out of Indy, I have another one. I've had her Kolsch. I've had their Wise and Good. I mean, it's, it's okay. Good. It's okay, and it, it's it's good, but it's it was kind of just like a different experiment. I've I mean, I've put in here uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest. I put you know I mean I we've done. A, a number of different varieties that you, like you said, you've had the dragon's milk. I think you should just literally, I do think you should just get like the whole half barrel of fricking Budweiser and just, that's it. Oh, I could, that's I would, what you just should have on draft, but Steve, that's a whole nother. Uh, we, what we gotta, we, what we need I to wanna get a handle. just says Steve. That would be fantastic. All right. So anyway, um, so we've been going through experimenting. I, I've, I have a tendency to usually have uh, one of the Sun King brews, which I know we've talked about uh, before on the podcast. I usually have one of those on draft or something um, locally. Uh, I usually have some type of an IPA, and then I have something that's darker. But uh, lately I've been just trying to experiment. And so John's experiment uh, that he just got this week and you just popped and tapped is um, from... Brew Dog. Brew Dog. The Hazy Jane. Why do I know? Why do I know Brewdog from something? Was that like on like some type of series on television right, or I'm something? Not, I don't know. But are, you said they're from. They're based so in it's, London. It's, it's a British craft beer, yes. Um, and um, which I'm hesitant. Like which that knowing that now, I'm, I, it made me even more interested about it. They do have a brewery in Ohio, so my guessing is this is probably brewed in Ohio. Um, based off their yeah, based off their recipe. Um, but what's interesting about this and is I love the name, and then I love the fact that it is kind of this foggy, yellowy orange color. Um, we're drinking it out of, by the way, uh, some 2019 Masters cups that I probably drank a Miller Light out of, but um, earlier this year um, that I saved. But I tell you what, for an IPA, it's it's excellent. It doesn't have that hoppiness that you might, you know, you would kind of expect, or kind of that bite that you would expect from an IPA. Um, they call it a New England style. Yeah, so I feel like there's a little bit of, even though it's a New England style, I think that's it's kind of got a creaminess to it. That's and to me, that's where maybe that's the New England style to it. New England style, I think, um, like is more the weedy smooth. Correct. So I think that's where you get that kind of creaminess to it. Um, the other thing that I noticed on this, it, there's a hint of citrus in here, and I don't know where that's coming from, but I believe there's. A but hint. I'm okay with it. No, I'm absolutely fine with it. It's a good summer like start beer, you know. It makes it feel lighter. So the creaminess, the citrus, it makes it feel lighter. I do, even though it looks, it looks heavier because I think the fogginess of this. I think it kind of feels um, heavier too. <laughs> maybe it has some weight to it. Um, but it drink it does drink pretty so, easy. It drinks pretty damn. Would easy. you put this in the top five like beers or alcohols we've tried on for our twenty? What are we on twenty seven episode? Wow, top five. Um, that's interesting. That's a good point. Um, you know, I I would I'd like to go back and maybe what we'll do is we'll we'll kind of come up with a a way that we can track and put a way that we can track all, everything that we've tried 
and maybe we start ranking things like if whether it's a bourbon or a tequila that's why or it's it. a beer. That's I, why think I just brought it up now because now we've had I think enough. That'd be, where I think that'd rank. be a good idea. But would you say like would this be one of the top? Well, you know, I don't think we've done a ton of beers as much as we've done liquor. I'm so. saying I'm saying overall like alcohol. Oh man, overall beer? No, I don't think I put it in my top five. I like it. I like it, and I don't think I would either. I like no, and, it, but, but it's yeah, not I'm, top five. Top five, like you've tried for beer. I'm saying top five on what we've tried on air. On air, probably because I think we've only tried like five to seven beers. So I mean, what's yeah, your number? I mean, what's your number? No, I'd say top five, like just alcohols. The top one, I still probably to me is Ring of Dingle. I love the Dingle. Um, I mean, overall, uh, overall alcohol though. I mean, on episode one, didn't we? Taste the freaking Klasa Azul. Yeah, I like that. One. I, mean, I don't know how you beat that. I mean, we started out hot. What else? I have to. I want to go back through. Dude, that that tried. and that. I tell you what, that Don, we tried Blanton's on air. Yeah, and it's. I mean, Blanton's is fantastic. We just had a little bit of that earlier tonight. Um, the honestly, that Don Julio Anejo is great. Um, I could go back to um, you know even the we've tried some. Bourbon barrel beer bourbon. That was pretty bad. <laughs> it was terrible. It was awful. We did dragon's milk. To me, like dragon's milk. I, I we did it. that dragon's milk, yeah, like ale, right? Or the, I mean, whiskey or bourbon or whatever it was. Wasn't oh, it? Oh, Kentucky like, bourbon ale? The Kentucky, no, it, was, it wasn't a, it wasn't an ale. It was like a, it was like a bourbon. It was like the dragon's milk bourbon or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever we did. It was. That was a yeah. beer. They were aged in beer. It was, it was Asian, terrible. It was fucking awful. <laughs> Um, I think we recommended it to people that are crazy. We drank old fashions. We have. We've we've kept it casual at times. But no, this is a really good IPA. Um, I recommend it. Hundred percent. If you can get your hands on some, and I'm uh, not even a big IPA guy. Some it, true. So if you can get your hands on some some Hazy Jane, um, I think I would recommend it. And uh, on draft, I think that might probably even make it better. Hey, so. you might want to sign because you didn't sign off with hitting greens, so you might want to do it now. I'd usually do that right after our thing, so yeah. I don't I usually do that right now. Okay. <laughs> but thanks for thanks for reminding me. I thought you did it before before we did the tricks. No, we don't. So okay. we do it at the end here. Hey, thanks everybody for listening. On behalf of John and I, we appreciate you uh listening to our douchiness. And uh with that, uh as John and I proved today with our golf games, if you go out and hit more greens, you will score better. Thanks. Thanks guys. Appreciate it.